<laughs> All right, we're recording. Yay! We've got three lights, three Yay. virtual <laughs> fantastical lights. Awesome. All right, so previously on Dungeons and Dragons, you all arrived in Carthal, uh, the capital of Carthalia. Uh, checking in at the Silver Cauldron, um, a nice tavern, a nice, a nice tavern uh, nice. on the outside of the inner city. Um, excuse me. And uh, uh, stayed the night. Uh, the next day, it was kind of rainy, so you all kind of reacted to that in your own ways. Uh, Brindley stayed in and read a book. Um, Nithis went to get her hair uh, peroxided. Uh, Gwen went in search of adventure, and um, well, and so did uh, so did eighty eight. Uh, though they found very different adventures. Uh, Gwen, um, after speaking with the uh, uh, a priestess at the um, temple of Chalik, decided to just wander the town and let uh, Chalik take the wheel, as it were. <laughs> uh, and ended up uh, in uh, an underground tavern um, called the Silver Scale, uh, which was run by uh, an orc named Thorod Redhelm. Uh, and Gwen saved his husband, Dinathil Redhelm, uh, and uh, was provided, it was given a magical ring for his services. Uh, 88. Uh, found um, another Warforged who uh, clued him into the existence of X-17, uh, um, also known as Xander. Um, he uh, was, is a Warforged who is declared his intent to form a Warforged nation, uh, <clears throat> believing that it's the only way uh, that the Warforged can live how they want to live. And Alistair were like, sounds fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, though the alternate take on that uh, that you got, that 88 got from a priest of Sybil at the Temple of Inca was that um, X-17 believes, is a radical that believes that Warforged are the superior race and wants to kill mortals. So, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, 88 neither committed nor uh, opposed such a thing at this time. Uh, but did find a uh, a job board posting that just read simply uh, "missing Gollum need help" than an address, uh, and showed it around to the rest of you all, suggesting that perhaps this was the adventure you take next. Uh, it is the late afternoon of the 18th of planting midweek. Uh, the rain outside still going, uh, but lightening up a little bit. You all are in the Silver Cauldron. Um, what do you do? I order breakfast up to my room. It's the it's the it's late afternoon. I order late afternoon breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to go on the? Do we want to go look for the golem, or do we want to just take the afternoon and look for the golem tomorrow? I was gonna say it's it's already afternoon. Maybe we just go tomorrow. Yeah, 
that just says spying something at a distance and getting up from the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, the cats are whining. At you have what? <laughs> what? Do you guys hear this brat? Yes, yep. I love yes, it. Yes, we can. Um, brat. Oh, that's why. Hey, get out of here. Sorry, guys. There's a feral cat out there, and it's driving them crazy. All right, I'm done. Carry on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, the barkeep, um, uh, as you're uh, debating this, comes up to you, Gwen. Uh, God, he had a voice, and I do not remember. That's kind of a. So, um, are you going to be performing this evening for another night of lodgings? I believe so. Excellent. Uh, evil cat. Little baby. Oh. Little baby evil. This is weird. I eyes. Sorry, he's just so cute. I have to show. His nose is so dark. Um, and if I recall correctly, you all just paid for one night, right? I think so. Probably. So and so he looks at the rest of y'all and says, uh, and uh, since you've gone past checkout time, I assume you all are staying for another <laughs> night? Well, now that you put it that way, I guess so. <laughs> uh, he what says just... A, a silver? High silver? Um, it was different depending on a private room versus a common room. Yes. Um, let's see, oh, Brindley got a private room. Uh, Y'all got private rooms, didn't you? Nope. Uh, no. no, I got the common room, I think. I think Nithis and I stayed in the common room. <laughs> and then uh, Gwen got whatever he got by playing. Right. Um, the closet. The uh, artist scout, Garrett. <laughs> under the sink in the kitchen. <laughs> he doesn't need much room. He got the <laughs> Harry Potter suite, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was five silver pieces. Uh, if you had a private room, and then a silver piece if you didn't. Thank you. Uh, uh, and he says, um, and uh, uh, dinner will be served in just a bit. Uh, let your friend know that we don't do room service, so she'll just have to come down and get food if she wants it. <laughs> <laughs> and then with that, he gives a sort of a quarter bow with a lot of you and then heads back to his bar. <laughs> After all, this isn't the six seasons. <laughs> <laughs> the, fa the fantasy four seasons, yes. <laughs> the fantasy four seasons. So, uh, do you all just kind of stay in for the rest of the day, or? Yeah, I'll yeah. take I'll take the opportunity to go out into the uh, what do you call it? Shed, not shed, stables. Stables. And um, and cast find steed for myself. Mm -hmm. Bind? Bind. Your your current steed, steed your current your current steed watches you do this with a arched yeah. eyebrow. <laughs> I know. Mm. I didn't I didn't remember that like whole paladin thing. <laughs> so I would I wouldn't have bought the dog if 
No, but he's so but, cute. Well, yeah, but now I'll have a steed. The two of you slew a giant together. I All know. Right, so you, you cast Fine Steed, and yeah. Winchester just walks over and starts licking your hand. <laughs> are you are you my steed now? He licks your hand some more. It says I, it says I can understand one language of my choice. That it, yeah. So yeah, you you cast a spell and abuse him with a, a intelligence. Yeah, his intelligence becomes six. Uh, and so when you ask him if you're he's okay. So if you when you ask him if he's your steed now, he just kind of looks up at you and gives a nod. Uh huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> no Scooby Doo. Not <laughs> going down that path. <laughs> I could, I could hear Chris's. Chris's thought was, Sean's going to find some way to fuck this up as it is. Let's not help it. <laughs> um, and yeah, you can communicate it with it telepathically. I don't think that means it can talk back, but I think that just means you can give it. Like directions and stuff. Orders and stuff, yeah. Okay. And he's a celestial now. What are you chewing on? Uh, he gets a little doggy halo. Aww. <laughs> I am going to hold you to that. <laughs> no, it's, that, that's canon. The Scooby-Doo thing. No, doggy <laughs> halo, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Cool. Why is it on here twice? I will, I will ask. What the hell is his name again? God, Winchester. Sean, you suck. Um, <laughs> relate girlfriends, pets. <laughs> I mean, my name. Uh, how to play <laughs> words? I mean, it's your own fault with your name. You chose. That is true. It well, could have uh, just been a Tim. Yeah. I mean, what's your what's your name? Him. <laughs> I mean, it could have been it could have been Bob. I would have forgotten it. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I will tell uh, tell Winchester to chill out and uh, maybe play a little fetch if he feels like it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just still cracked up at the fact that you purchased the steed, and then we're intending to like purchase like summon a second one that really. <laughs> Well, and, and jealous the dog. <laughs> if, I, if, if I had if I had looked at my spell list, I wouldn't have. Uh... <laughs> I don't think you had that, but when you got the dog, though, you're still no, very early on. It's second level, yeah. So, so now now Winchester can be a mastiff, or a a pony, or an elk. Always just going to be a Winchester. That's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've made your choice. It's going to be a Winchester, Winchester camel or a Winchester elk at some point, just because I like the ridiculousness of that. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you summon another amount for that. Cobalt and his dog. All right, so uh, you 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 do that. We skirt around an awkward scene. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right. That's all for me. All right. So, roll a perform check for the perform your performance that evening. That's right. Um, Brindley, do you ever come out of your room again, or? Um. <laughs> no. I assume someone comes and the door tells me that I can't get 
delivery up. So probably a couple of minutes into one's performance, you see this large bull alligator with a basket tied to his back come down. And there's a note on the basket that says, please put food in the basket and then some coins in it. Uh, <laughs> an alligator. Okay, so so to work this to work this in, I rolled a one on my performance check. Yeah, yeah. So as as I'm starting, as I'm starting, the cacophony of screams breaks out from the audience, yeah. terrified to see a giant alligator. Yeah, no. The the tavern clears out in a hurry as people start screaming uh, and calling for the guard. Uh, the uh, the tavern the barkeep um, reaches up underneath the bar and pulls out uh, a, a short sword and like just starts kind of holding it out <laughs> and says get back you beast get back Mr. Chops politely waits for him to come and it's a note <laughs> uh, he looks at the rest of you all and says uh, and says well don't just stand there you lot uh, Help me slay this beast, and your tonight's room's free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I will attack the crocodile. He's an alligator. Whatever. <laughs> He's very sensitive about that. Don't be racist. I attack him. Oh. All right, uh, Amanda. How many hit points does this alligator? Have? A decent amount. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, we don't need to actually roll for it. Uh, Gwen and 88, do you also help out with slaying Mr. Chomps? No. 30? Yeah, no. 30-something. All right, so Nithis and the bartender, uh, and the alligator's just sitting there not attacking back, right? Yeah, <laughs> as as you kill him with a couple, this probably takes you a few attacks. He just kind of looks at you. There's a single tear that comes from his eye. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then when you kill him he disappears and there's just the basket with the note on it the bartender looks at you and says trust not crocodile tears okay. God. Uh, can we take the DMs inspirationally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the bartender looks at the basket and says what in the hells is this Anyone notice the basket? <laughs> you know, he noticed the basket. It's more just like now that the crocodiles disappeared. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. I was just joking. <laughs> uh, and he picks up the. He says, uh, "Your friend uh, summoned this beast." I I got nothing. And uh, chased out all my patrons. I think. Um... Guys, I think we better take a collection for to to cover this poor man's. Oh, she wants some business. food, does she? Oh, God. There's a good amount of money outside and food. entice people to come back in. How much money's in the basket? Um, more than the food's worth because it covers delivery too. <laughs> <laughs> Your DoorDash fee. Yeah. And a tip. <laughs> it's Gator Gator Dash. I'd say it's probably like gold. He points at you, Gwen. And he says, you there. Get back in the street. Get people back in this tavern if you want a place to stay tonight. 
Uh, and then he looks at his sword sword. He looks up the stairs. He looks at the sword sword. Puts it back on the bar. Uh, and he says, you there. Uh, uh, Warforged man, I didn't get your name. He says, make sure nobody gets anything from behind the bar if you want a place to stay tonight. And then he tromps upstairs. He's just conscripting everybody. I will go behind the bar. I guess I didn't get there because I helped kill the damn thing. You're fine. Yeah, you're, you helped. <laughs> I will. I will head out into the street and try to find some people. Make me another perform check. <laughs> this better be a better one than the last time. Uh, let's see. We'll use that, that dice. God damn it. Uh, ten. Okay. So you, you have some success, but uh, it's not, you know, people are still, have heard that there is a terrifying beast in this bar, so it's <laughs> not as many as, it's, it was a tough task to begin with. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brindley, you hear a loud pounding on your hotel door. No alligators to knock. <laughs> uh, instead of an alligator, you see the bartender, face beat red, holding your basket, which appears to be empty. Uh, is everything okay? <clears throat> he, he sets the basket down gently at your feet. Thanks. He says, uh... uh they kind of like luck out, luck from Mr. Chops. He says, I told your friends to tell you. We don't do delivery. You had to come down the stairs to get your food. Okay, but but Mr. Chomps was going to do the delivery. And you sent a crocodile down the stairs of my establishment. He's an alligator, and he's very well, sweet. Look, I haven't had schooling. I don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. Well, it has to do with their snouts. I don't so the care. Alligators have, like, let me let me snouts. let me stop you right there. I don't care what the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. All I know, long snout, full of teeth. But he's very well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize what you've done? He's not technically an alligator. He's like a really important fey creature that takes different shapes. So I hope he's okay. Miss, 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 miss. Yes. I need you to close your mouth for a second and look at me. <laughs> look at me in the eyes. I mean, I don't like this, but okay. I'm gonna talk at you for a second, and I don't want you to say anything. Not if you understand me. All my patrons are gone. Well, it's midweek. Midweek is one of the best nights of the week. Everyone's tired from their chores. No one wants to cook. Okay, but like, won't they just come back? Probably not tonight. Maybe not tomorrow. Would you come back if a man-eating beast was in the, your tavern? <sighs> I sigh and I go to my bag and I pull out 20 gold and I go, listen. Put up a sign outside and says that everything through the 20 gold is free and people will come back in. The, uh, you do give them the gold? All right, this goes a long way to settling things. <laughs> this he says, just don't do that again. Uh, I learned my lesson. Uh, Mr. Trump is probably a little sad, but he'll get over it. 
Oh, and one more thing. If you do summon another beast in my, in my establishment, I will throw you out. What if next time I summon Mr. Snugglepants? I don't care, Mr. Anypants. Just nothing. <laughs> you, and if you want an animal, we have stables. You can put it out there with your dog and your horses. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Dinner's ready. There's lots of it. Okay, just cool. Tromps downstairs. Thank you. 88 is now like polishing all of the mugs behind the counter. <laughs> uh, the odor the odor comes back down the stairs, his face considerably less red. Uh, uh, and he heads back over to the tavern and says, Oh, that's a real good polish. You ever you ever considered bartending? I have not. It does not seem very adventurous. That's how I paid my way through Warforge school. <laughs> he says, uh, oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <clears throat> oh, look, a few people are coming back in. Your friend out there is doing his job. Well, thank you, Warforge. You're, I appreciate it. You can, you can go join your friends. Uh, <clears throat> And for future reference, my name is 88. Says, okay, 88, he says, uh, your friend upstairs has paid her due recompense. Everything is, everything is square. That is good to hear. I will go back and sit at our table. Um, as, you're, as you start to walk away, he says, she's an odd duck. Yes. What, what is she? <laughs> Clearly not human. Clearly not, because humans would understand things like not summoning beasts in taverns. I do not wish to speculate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, he sits down and pulls, take, takes out a bowl and ladles it full of soup. Grabs a big hunk of bread and just starts eating it. Uh, all right. So, anything else you all want to do that evening? <laughs> we got distracted. <laughs> oh, God. I like how we can fuck up room service. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anything else. <clears throat> nope. No. Actually, I'll start writing a letter to my mom. Send out tomorrow morning. Oh. All right, it is the 19th of planting. It is a sun's day. It's kind of a <clears throat> kind of a Friday vibe. What was the thing that you guys found on the on a board? I produce it. Just says, what did it say? Missing Gollum need help, and then an address. Vague. But it sounds like that's what we're doing. <laughs> I believe it is worthwhile. Chris, did you say it's the 19th of planting? It is the 19th of planting. All right. Uh, is the no rain today? Uh, the sun comes up. Uh, bring away the morning dew. Uh, 
It's already kind of warm, even in these early morning hours. Humid, I guess, probably to be the operative word here. Yeah. As you guys are on a big river and it rained all day yesterday. <laughs> St. Louis in the summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the address in the inner city or in the Yes, it is it is in the inner city. Yes. Okay. In a in a very nice part of town. If we are proceeding into the inner city, I would like to stop at an apothecary shop. Okay. That's just potions, right? Yes. <clears throat> when they come down for breakfast, her hair perfect and all well taken care of. Skin radiant. It's food. Radiantly blue. <laughs> they actually weirdly like, because it's the air is so damp, she looks a little more translucent than blue. Oh. The visible Brindley. <laughs> We're not translucent, but it's muted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think you meant we could see like your yeah. musculature and organs. And <laughs> <Yeah. stuff. laughs> Just dewy. Yeah. Dew. <laughs> she takes out a handkerchief and pats at her cheek. That's not that. Great. I hope everyone had a pleasant evening. <clears throat> Good night. Yeah. Um, when your breakfast is served, Brindley, uh, your bacon is formed in the like shape of an alligator on your plate. That's adorable. That's really. If nice. there was Instagram in this world, I would put that on Instagram. <laughs> the barkeep doesn't say anything as he puts it on your table, but he see him smirk as he walks away. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be sarcastic or whether it's like. Hey, we're friends now, but I'm picking it as hey, we're friends now. <laughs> Do you say that to him? Or? <laughs> no, I just think that to myself. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know, because knowing Brindley, it could have been either. <laughs> yeah. Brindley's somewhat quiet today. Okay. Well, are we going to the inner city, I guess? I believe so, if everyone has finished their breakfast. <laughs> I saved the alligator for last tonight. <laughs> to eat it. Do what? I saved the alligator for last. <laughs> all right. So you all um, finish your finish your breakfast and head off into the streets. Uh, before you, as you get up to go, though, the barkeep says, uh, "Hey, uh, you all staying another night?" We don't know. Okay, so we'll need to know because I need to get my luggage for now. Let's just go ahead and commit to another night. We can always pay and then leave early. I'm sure the the innkeeper wouldn't mind. Okay. All right. So another another uh, five silver if you have a private room. One silver if you're in the common room. <clears throat> all right uh you head into bustling streets um as you all uh head down the main thoroughfare uh 
uh, to the big gates that mark the entrance to the inner city. Uh, did you want to start for the apothecary before or after the inner city? Matthew. Uh, oh, I figured the apothecary would be in the inner city. Is there like Wrong a market way. in the city or, or is the market? Yeah, there's, there's some, there's some, there's some markets outside the, I mean, it, it would definitely be nicer inside the inner city, but so. We could always just stop and take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as you head into the inner city, um, oh, let me pull up, uh, you know, let me actually pull up uh, my Carthel map, and I can kind of give you an idea of what's changed and what has. So, oh, I did not want to upload that to Roll20. <coughs> Um, so what I'm going to do is, oh, there we go. All right. I'm just going to share this with you all. Where are you sharing it? Uh, just, just in Zoom. In Zoom, oh. okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so this is, you know, the old, the old map of Carthel. Um, and so if... Let me just. Um, we came in from the east, right? From yeah, you guys are you guys are currently like in in this area here. Okay. Um. So, <clears throat> I, my markup tool here. All right. So basically, like everything. Uh, so this all, this all, everything that's highlighted, uh, circled in red there, that's all gone. And then. Well, I mean, Bud Lake was awful anyway, so. Hmm. I didn't realize it was called Mud Lake. That's great. <laughs> um, and then, of course, all the South Carthel has gone too, so. Oh, wow. So basically, this is, this is, this stuff in here, this is the city that's left. That's dramatically less. Where was my house? Um, Osgren's house? No, uh, the house that uh, Chandra tortured in. (laughs) Oh, uh, it was down here in the Noble District. Oh, I thought he was in the slums. One of the slums. Oh. The abandoned uh, house with the basement. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, Gersh. I think it was one of the, it's been a long time, but I think it was one of the ones over here. Okay, cool. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, I will do a new map at some point, but yeah, so that's, so basically if you discount all that red stuff, uh, this, this stuff here in the center is what's left. And then these are now like farm areas? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of turned into farming. There's still the occasional building left over. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, as the population decreased dramatically over the over the seven or ten generations war, um, nobody, you know, the houses just became abandoned, and nature just reclaimed them, and then the farmers plot over them. So, cool. I mean, Mud Lake's still there. <laughs> it's 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 a survivor. Oh, uh, for Mud Lake. All right, so um, yeah, I accidentally dropped it in the roll twenty. I did not mean to. You did what? Oh, I dropped the map in the roll twenty by accident. Oh. <laughs> um, 
So uh, you head into the inner city, um, which has these marvelously large old buildings uh, lining the road. Um, uh, and in short order, you find uh, an apothecary shop. Um, right. uh, very nice. Uh, it's got a just a, a pleasant little, a pleasant little apothecary shop sign on it, uh, like an, like carved in the wood. And as you walk in, there's a nice little doorbell. Yeah. Marvelous. Um, and uh, the front of the shop, uh, you just see um, just shelves and shelves and shelves of little potion bottles. Uh, and then you see there's like a kind of a, a curtain that covers the back door. And you can just make out through the back of it, there's like a bunch of like alchemy equipment, like uh, kind of big, long, twisty pipes and Bunsen burner, or, uh, burners and Bunsen beakers. So. I proceed uh, to the counter. Um, an, an elven lady uh, with um, uh, light silver hair uh, and darker skin uh, looks up at you and says, oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, what can I do for you today? Good morning. I, would, I was wondering if you would be interested in purchasing some alchemical ingredients. And I will pull out the giant fingernails that I pried off the giant. Oh. Um, uh, you pull it out, it's huge toenail. <laughs> uh, and uh, and much, much to her credit, uh, she doesn't flinch or anything. She just kind of goes, ooh. And she pulls out uh, almost like a little, like a little like, eyepiece. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost looks like kind of like a jeweler's piece, but uh, you get the idea that it's something magical. Uh, she looks at it. Yes, she says, uh, not, not that old, very fresh. She says, um, did you slay the beast yourself? Me and my party did. I will gesture to the others. She says, oh, this is very important. What kind of giant was it? It was a hill giant. Hill giant, yes, yes, yes. Um, she says, and do you, have, do you have all 20? I'm assuming I was able to get all 20? Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, so you can definitely use this. For, for the full set of 20, she says, uh, I'll give you 200 gold pieces. Trying to remember how much I paid for that potion of giant strength that I have. Wasn't it like 500? 500-ish? Mm-hmm. Would you be amenable to 300? She smiles and says, so you know what they're worth. <laughs> she says, an informed customer, she says. Uh, she says, uh, 250, she says, and I'll throw in, she says, a potion of healing. This is acceptable. She nods. All right, she says, um, if you will, she says, uh, she, um, she says, what, one moment, and she says, um, Maurice, the cart. And uh, a few minutes later, this kind of, uh, this kind of clumsy looking, tall, like six foot five guy kind of comes out from the back pushing a push cart. Uh, and he just says, uh, oh, yeah, um, oh, hey, oh, giants, giants toenails, cool. <laughs> she just kind of looks at you and just says, good help. <laughs> I love them. All right, so while you're loading the cart, she counts out uh, 250 gold pieces and pulls out a, uh, a vial with a uh, kind of pinkish liquid inside of it. It's amazing that even in a fantastical universe, the 
you can still never get a cart without one squeaky wheel. <laughs> <clears throat> she says, that's a magical item. It takes an attunement slot. We don't, we don't use them for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she says, well, if you, if you do acquire any more alchemical ingredients, she says, you come here first. Of course. She thank says, you. She says, no, thank you. Thank you. She says, um, we're going to be able to do a lot of good with this. And is there anything in particular you're looking for that could be, that we could acquire for you in the area? She thinks about it. Um, she, uh, she says, oh yes. And she gives you a, I don't know, a, thick book of alchemical ingredients. <laughs> um, I'm not going to come up with a whole list off the top of my head, but um, <laughs> yeah. every one of us is playing games where this is very important. I'm so surprised it's the first time this has come up because I had it in the back of my mind. How do I make potions, Chris? <laughs> I, I imagine um, I, I, I give out a little kobold squeal. Ooh! Books. Reach up Ooh, for that noise. Good God. Uh, she says that'll be, uh, the, the book cost five gold pieces. I hand it over gladly. She pops. <laughs> she says, but that's just an investment into your money-making future of collecting plants and agents. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I look, I look I look forward to scouring everywhere I ever go from now on. <laughs> uh, collecting plants and roots. You opened this door, Chris. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were knock. We were gonna knock on it real hard either way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as Caitlin pointed out, the, the surprising thing is it's taken this long to get to this point. Every session, I've been like, should I ask if I can make potions? No, Caitlin, it's too much. Stop. You, it's too much. Too late now. I'm so happy. <laughs> Well, and to be fair, you won't stumble be able to make potions, but you'll be able to get the ingredients to get someone else yeah. to make potions for you, maybe at a discount. Um, mm -hmm. uh, she says, my name, by the way, she says, since you asked for it, my name is Selenwe. What Can is you that? Uh, C-E-L-E-N-W-E. Okay. Selenwe. Selenwe. Spell it again. C-E-L-E-N-W-E. Selenwe. Eighty-eight. Is your name spelled out or just the two numbers? <clears throat> Does it matter? I believe I would prefer it spelled out. Yeah. I usually spell it out unless we're in the middle of something very intense. But then, mm -hmm. if it, we're in the middle of something very intense, I just use first letters anyway. Oh. All right. So. Um, the side quest branch opened. Uh, you all, <laughs> you all leave the store. <laughs> what pieces should be cut out of everything we kill from now on? <laughs> yep. Not only loot but gut. Yeah. yeah. We need a reason to butcher stuff. 
Well, we, we don't, don't have that much of a reason, but now we have a good one. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you don't have to kill a unicorn to get the unicorn dandruff, but yeah, you just have to deny it shampoo. <laughs> All right, so you're back on the street. Uh, 250 gold and a healing potion richer. And 20 giant toenails poorer. Litter. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, what do you do? To the golem house. Yeah. Right. Ah, you fucking idiot. Um, What'd you do? Uh-huh. Sorry. Go on. All right, so uh, you make your way south towards the noble district. Um... Uh, a few blocks from it, uh, uh, you arrive at this nice-looking. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, the bees! He wants to play too. Have him roll a die. He's got such good eyeliner. This is just how we sit. <laughs> He's gonna go to sleep. He just sits there like a little bro. Right. Today I had him chunky and kept my arm around him. That is a that is a quest giver right there. You are wondering why I called you here. All right. So, cats aside, uh, you arrive. You arrive at a, a very um, fine-looking, uh, uh, kind of think almost like New York brownstone, kind of that style of house. Uh, it's three stories. It's got like kind of a an arch stone entrance. Um, you see uh, cool. stairs that go up from the street, and you also see a ramp that goes up. Uh, kind of. Uh, so we're looking for. Um, and switches back up to the door as well. I will climb the stairs and knock on the door. Mm-hmm. I'll follow. Unless um, there's yeah, a bell, yeah, then yeah. I will ring the bell. Yeah. As you as you as you get up uh, to the stairwell, you see uh, this. Uh, see at the top of the stairs, there's um, like a, a, a little fountain next to you of like a, it's like a, a looks like a boy holding a hose, and there's like water that kind of squirts or. The sprays. You see a couple, like you see a couple birds perched on it, drinking water. Um, <laughs> and um, as you knock on the door, you hear a voice that seems to come from said fountain. It says, uh, "Yeah, so who, who is this?" My name is. <laughs> I will turn and look at the fountain. My name is 88. We are a company of adventurers here about the posting. Uh, I'm sorry, could you lean a little closer to the uh, picture of the fountain? My name is 88. We are a company of adventurers here about the posting. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, um, uh, yes, just wait right there. I'll have uh, someone fetch you. Uh, you hear um, some very loud footsteps. Uh, and after another few seconds, the door opens, uh, and standing in front of you is this six and a half foot tall uh, mechanical clockwork ma- uh, like golem is the best way to describe it. It's it's not a warforged like eighty eight, uh, but it is an intricate piece of machinery that seems to be um, running. And it uh, looks at a lot of you, uh, gives a you hear some like clicking inside, and it kind of gives a little bow. And then it gestures inside. Okay. Go ahead inside. Follow the golem. All right. Uh, as you all come in, uh, you come into this this uh, large entryway. Uh, you see um, this 
the foyer is two stories tall. You see a stairwell uh, going up. Uh, but what catches your eye immediately is hanging from the ceiling is a huge orrery uh, that's got a huge uh, what? orrery, O-R-R-E-R-Y, um, that like has what appears to be a depiction of planes, um, which makes no sense to you because as everyone knows, there's only three planes, the mortal realm, the shadow fell, and the Feywild. Um, but this one appears uh -huh. to depict a whole lot more. It's O R R E R Y E. E R Y. It's normally like a model of the solar system. Yeah, it's normally they usually use, it's normally like solar system models. Oh, um, okay, okay. Kind of like that thing. Uh, a very rudimentary version is like that thing that floats around in the beginning of the uh, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. This is definitely a case of I've never heard that word said aloud. Yeah. And uh, and um, coming and then you see coming to the hall towards you um, a uh, an older human male uh, with really thick glasses uh, and he is um, uh, he is uh, in a a chair that apparently has some sort of mechanical um, underpinnings to it uh, and large wheels and he's just sort of uh, effortless, effort, effortlessly rolling towards you. Uh, he comes to a stop about five feet away and says, oh, uh, hello, everyone. Um, welcome to my home. Uh, he says, you're here for the, the job posting about the missing golem, yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he kind of eyes all of you. And he says, um, my name is Darius Bartrand, uh, Silverbrand IV. Uh, and who, oh, and who are the lot of you? You know, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourselves. My name is 88. A pleasure, idiot. He says, he says, uh, a war forged in my home. He says, I'm very excited to see you. Uh, he says, I hope you're not too put off by my, 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 my mechanical masterpieces. He says, they, they pale in comparison to the wonderment of, of your own creation. Are they sentient? He shakes his head. Oh, no, I'm decidedly not. Oh, okay. Uh, he says, he says it, took, it, took, it took a god to create sentience. Valid question. Uh, my name's Nithis. Nithis, a pleasure, he says. Um, he says, uh, welcome to my home. Uh, he says, um, you look like someone who has spent quite a lot of time on the high seas, perhaps. Yeah. He says, um, he says, he says, well, he says, if you don't mind me saying, your skin is, has got the leathery um, consistency of a person who's been on the sea. Um, don't like the word consistency. In oh, it. apologies. Um, composition. No, I'm, telling, I'm telling Chris this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and he says, and um, he says, and it's your stance. He says, it's a dead giveaway. Uh, he says, you hold yourself like a sailor, always bracing for a wave that's not coming. He I'm looks at. See. He looks at the other the other two of you expectantly. I'm. Uh, Jervis Winston, Erlen Neville Archer, but uh, you can call me Gwen. Seems to be a lot easier. Jervis Winston Neville, or Jervis Winston Erlen Neville Archer, he says, well, he says, I've never met somebody who has had more names than I do. He says, um, <laughs> he says, quite well met. He says, uh, I can call you Gwen if you prefer. Yes, yes. Um, he says, tell me, uh, I've not actually had the fortune of meeting one of so many names. He says, do they all have meaning or 
Uh, were your parents just indecisive? They're, <laughs> they're, they're all family names. Uh, wonderful, we, wonderful. We, you know, we, we have a lot of we have a lot of parents uh, as kobolds and and a lot of. Wait, uh, I'm sorry. What? Of, you said you said you have a lot of parents. Yes, a lot of parents. That's that way. How I mean, many parents I, do you have? I have four. How does that That's work? All. That's all I want to ask. Nope. No, wait. <laughs> I need to know now. <laughs> Derailed. Well, yes. I have, much, I have, much, much like your, um, much like your other friend here, whose name I unfortunately do not know yet. Uh, I also oh. am very cu curious about this. Um, perhaps we could discuss it further in greater detail after I get your name. Taking my cue from Gwen, I go, uh, I'm Brindley and Corther. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Brindley and Corver. He says, um, he says, and where did you hail from? East Hill. Oh, that is not what I would have guessed. Um, really? Why? Uh, oh, just that, um, uh, it's a nice town. He says, women of such grace and manners are not customarily known to come from East Hill. Oops. Um, he says, well, uh, everyone, yes. I'm sorry, my food's about here, just so you know. I'm so okay. sorry. Sorry. I says, well, everyone, welcome, welcome to my home. Um, um, now that we're all introduced, perhaps we could uh, come over to my sitting room and we could discuss more about the Gollum situation and maybe a little bit more about kobold uh, parenting if we get the time. And, it, and actually, I have to retcon something. I have five parents. I don't have to. Okay. That's a Sean. That's a Sean thing. Sorry. I'm even more confused now because there's right. two odd parts. <laughs> at least there were two pairs at first. What's the one doing? Um, so uh, he says, "Shall we?" And he uh, he uh, he uh, moves towards the uh, uh, sitting room <laughs> off to the side of the foyer. Um, Follow. All right. Mm -hmm. So he he wheels himself. Uh, he wheels into the other room. He kind of gestures at uh, some furniture. Uh, there's uh, furniture of various sizes, of course, for wee folk and for taller folk. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the dumbest joke. I sit on an ottoman, and if he doesn't object, I stay. You're <laughs> <laughs> um. the worst. I love you. <laughs> You're the worst. I love you. Isn't that just us? Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> much. <back>. Sorry. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, All right. So he um, uh, he uh, he um reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small uh, piece of wood, uh, and he says, "Um, bet would you um fetch uh? Does any of you have any dietary restrictions? I don't mean to assume." I prefer not to eat sentient beings. I 1000% agree with that. Uh, well, uh, he says, I'm, I'm, not some, I'm not some crazed cannibal here eating sentient beings. He says, um, uh, Bet, if you would be so kind, um, a plate of sliced cheese and sausages. Um, and then he pulls out another, another little piece of wood. And then Gimbal, would you grab, um, he says, um, water, wine, um, what? Uh, Tea? He says, I've got a variety of teas. Coffee? It, it is still early. Great. I think tea, tea sounds lovely, and Nithis probably wants whiskey of some kind. Or rum. All right. Hot toddies? For, uh, for Nithis? Uh, Gimmel, uh, yes. Uh, if you would 
uh, a large pot of rooibos for me and uh, uh, Gwyn and Brindley here. And then um, if you could uh, crack into the 650 uh, single age, uh, 650 year, and um, bring uh, a snifter of that up for uh, for Nithis. And uh, the uh, mechanical man gives a little bow, uh, and both of them, and then another one comes in and bows, and then they head off. What were their names? Gimel and what? Uh, he says, I, he says, I currently am in the possession, uh, he says, of, of three mechanical golem servants, uh, Aleph, well, Bet, and Gimel. Aleph, Bet, and Gimel? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see it, but I'm too embarrassed to say it. Hebrew we ordered you whiskey, Caitlin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Uh, uh, a a 50-year 650 uh, single uh, single of scotch. Uh, I know she was. I wrote down Beth. I'm going to take my time with it. That sounds delicious. Um, so uh, as he says, uh, while the... Um, he says, while, the, um, while they're preparing our, our um, food and drink, uh, he says, perhaps some... Um, uh, perhaps before I go further into the details of, of this um, mission, uh, <laughs> this, this calling that I have for you all, uh, perhaps you could uh, just give me a little more of your bona fides, he says. Um, I, I, and I deliberately left the, the posting vague um, because I wanted to make sure I was attracting altruistic, altruistic um, uh, adventurers who would be uh, steadfast and able for the cause. But not doing it for free, right? Oh, no, there's a substantial reward. Okay. Um, however, I, oh, gosh, I shouldn't have said that yet. <laughs> I am getting ahead of myself. Um, you know, I just don't want to get swindled. I guess you should start with what the job is. Well, I'd rather start with your bona fides. What, um, what, what skills can you bring um, towards the rescue mission of a, of a golem? I kill things. Well, I'm a paladin of Chalik. Uh, you know, so I can I can fight with a with a song and equally well with a sword. Um, <laughs> but I'd like to think that we're generally good people. You know, we've um, we don't we don't needlessly hurt beings, and and we've certainly tried to make sure the world is at least a little bit better place than we left it. Brindley did scare the shit out of our tavern yet last night, but that was mostly an accident. Uh, Mr. Chomps has never done anything violent towards anyone who did not serve. He says, oh, um, Mr. Chomps, is that a nickname for one of you? Um, I'm not... Absolutely not. No, he's my friend. He takes the form of a bull alligator. When he's a bull alligator, oh. I call him Mr. Chomps. A bull alligator, you say? That's, uh... <laughs> and she sent him into the, um, into the inn's... Uh, great room to um with a basket strapped to him to pick up her dinner because she didn't want to come down they said they wouldn't send it up so i took it so you sent the alligator down with a basket yes yes oh. and i put money oh. tons of oh. money oh, oh brindley i do think that we might be two peas in the same pot i've been in many exactly. a similar scrape like, myself it makes so many so much sense i mean not with a bull alligator mind you but um well i was afraid that it'd be too heavy for mr snuggle pants to handle What's Mr. Snugglepants? Oh, he's a red panda. I've never seen a red panda. 
Okay. Uh, how many spell slots do I have? <laughs> we might have to make this happen. Does it matter? Does Brinley care about how many spell slots? <laughs> no. I summon Bestial Spirit, Mr. Snuggle Pants, the Red Panda, and he pops up in his lap. Oh! Oh my! There's a red panda in my lap. Yes, there is. He says, this, he says, if you'll excuse me, this might be the happiest day of my life. It's, Isn't he adorable? He's, he's so fluffy. And he loves snuggling. He's, that's why he got his name. He's, he's fluffier than I would have imagined. It's so fluffy! <laughs> okay, and, and this is Sean telling Amanda, um, you should show him how, it's, uh, how it acts when it's threatened. That was that No. You, have you never seen a red panda um, in a... In no. a no, I only yeah, like they stand up and extend their claws. Oh, I, didn't, I never saw the claws part. They just stand up and kind of go like this. That's so To make themselves look big. Yes, it's very cute. It's horrible. Okay, they have I very go, sharp claws. I go, Mr. Snuggle-Pants. So tough. <laughs> he, uh, Mr. Snuggle-Pants climbs off the lap of uh, Darius and uh, just kind of raises his hands up and goes, Grr! Oh, it's okay. And he says, oh my, this is, well, uh, even if, even if you all end up not being the ones to recover my beloved Gollum, he says, this has been a, a fantastic day. So you, you can summon red pandas. You are a, a, a cleric of, of Chalik. You uh, obviously, I mean, he points at you and he says, obviously you, yes. I'm sure that you are very capable. Uh, so um, made to make things go boom. Uh, he says, and, if, and he says, I, okay, I'm very sold on this concept <laughs> of, of, of you all helping me out. Uh, and at this point, um, uh, uh, Bet comes in with a plate of cheeses and sausages that have been sliced, um, like summer sausage. Uh, uh, and then um, uh, Gimel comes in with, uh, with a big pot of tea, teacups, and then hands you a, a, a snifter, uh, Nithis. Uh, with a very fine-smelling scotch in it. <clears throat> I do what you do with scotch. Yeah. Sniff, sniff it and talk about how peaty it is. Yeah. <laughs> Get all douchey and superior about it. <laughs> I don't think that's exactly what I do, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, <laughs> little bit. A little bit. All right. Uh, Oh my God, so okay, that is, that, I'm not gonna lie, that is pretty <laughs> adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, they're so tough. Yes. Oh my God, oh, they're so adorable. I'm a, I'm a scary beast. I'm a scary beast. Oh, they're right. such scary beasts. Tiny <laughs> little teddy bear. Um, uh, Darius reaches in his pocket and says, Bet, would you be a deer and um, fetch some leaves, I guess, for the red panda? I feel bad with us eating no, it. No, not... eat. It's fine. Are you, are you, uh, cancel that, Bet. Mm. All right. Well, by the way, you all, have you all been adventuring together long? <laughs> it's been like two weeks. 19 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like a little while. Excellent. He says, do you have some sort of adventuring company name? No. Not yet. Uh, he says, well, it's something you'll have to work on, but um, not, re- not required for this mission. <laughs> Wait, well, no, not, not, not required. <laughs> Good, because whatever we come up with now would be awful. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, you can't force them. They have to come naturally. Yeah, exactly. That's the organic. 
Um, he says, well, um, okay. Uh, you, you kind of, in a sense, going through, he says, okay, well, uh, let's see. We've introduced each other, ourselves to each other. He says, you've proven your bona fides. You seem altruistic. Okay, let's get into it. He says, um, so you've met my, my three mechanical golems. Uh, he says, they are wonderful, wonderful golems. Uh, however, they pale in comparison to my most recent creation. In fact, my, my masterwork. Uh, he says, the clockwork golem 2.0, if you will. <laughs> uh, he says, far more, far less rigid, far more flexible, stronger. Uh, he says, uh, more capable. Uh, well, unfortunately, a few days ago, uh, ruffians broke into my house and absconded with, with my golem. How big is this golem? Well, he is, he is probably six and a half feet tall. Uh, he says about as strong as a hill giant. And they absconded with him? Well, you know, here's the rub. Um, as I've mentioned, uh, my golems do not in any way have sentience. Uh, he says, I give them orders using these. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out um, uh, a little, a little, it almost looks like a little um, handheld block of wood with little like finger grips and an A on it. Uh, he says, this is a, um, a command wand, if you will. Uh, uh, whoever bears this wand um, can command the golem to do whatever they desire. What kind of wood is it? Oh, he says this is a fine ebon wood. <laughs> are there any dips on it? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those are all holy relics and are, you know, kept up in. <laughs> uh, he, says, uh, um, he says, I've sanded it and everything. He says it's, it's very, it fits very, very discreetly in the, in the palm of your hand. Um, he says, now, uh, these ruffians, whoever they were, um, managed to find managed to find Dalit's command wand, and uh, presumably just walked out with him. I'm sorry. What was the golem's name? Dalit. D a l e t. Dalit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is that because he's your fourth one? You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so, I would need you to track down the ruffians that stole him. Uh, and return him unharmed with the command wand. Uh, and if you do so, I'll give you each a thousand gold pieces. That's so much gold. Wow. Yes, you can see why I didn't put the reward on the poster. They would just come and rob me. Mm-hmm. So you call them ruffians. Did you see them? Are you sure they were ruffians or did they target no, you? No, unfortunately, I was uh, in the midst of my... An- er, um, not annual. <laughs> My, my daily uh, sojourn into unconsciousness at the time. You were sleeping? Yes, like yes. I was, I was asleep. It was the middle of the night. Uh, he says, now normally I, I do keep the wands close by at bed. Uh, however, that evening I did have a few too many cups of the old wine and had left them downstairs. Is there anyone who competes with you in making golems? <clears throat> well, I mean... The uh, the the artificers of Altaria, they warforged. He says, but uh, I, mean, I wouldn't really say. Someone locally who is jealous, or I actually have. I mean, I, I understand the question. He says, however, I do have a clue. Ooh. 
Uh, he reaches into a pocket and pulls out a little velvet pouch, opens it up, reaches in kind of like two fingers and holds up, pulls out, um, uh, it's a, looks like a medallion with a chain on it. Um, it appears to be made of like copper. Uh, and the medallion itself looks like a, a circular cog with two crossed wrenches in the center of it. Um, whoever whoever um, absconded with my golem left this necklace, perhaps, perhaps by accident, uh, perhaps as a uh, nom de plume, if you will. Uh, Do you know what the symbol represents? I have no idea. I've searched all my books. Hmm. Surely there's somebody out there, and he kind of gestures outside, that would know. But um, Can we take well, that, this with us? He says, yes, yes, of course. Uh, he says, but of course, that would require me to go out there and deal with it. And that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Has Dullet been designed for combat? Well, that's not his primary purpose, but he, is, he was designed to protect me if, if necessary. So yes, he, he, would, he would be able to defend himself or others. Um, I suppose you... if you were particularly nefarious with the command wand, you could command him to attack someone, but who would do that? So that's my question. Um, just to clarify on the bringing him back unharmed, you don't expect us to die in order to keep him unharmed if he's attacking us, right? Oh, heavens, no. I, I mean, I can make another one. I would not want you to risk your lives for his, but he is very dear to me, so. I mean, I'll obviously make all reasonable efforts, but. <clears throat> I mean. I mean, if, if you can get the control wand back, it should be a simple matter. But. Who, who would have known how to use it? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he says, perhaps an artificer? He says, um, someone who's worked with a similar golem before? Is there like an area of the city where a lot of artificers like to hang out or like smart people? Well, there is the, there is the university, yes. He says, but could you, could you imagine one of those professors in his robe up, climbing in through my window at night? No. I, well, I, I mean, like, what if there's a student who doesn't do that good at school? Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't put anything past the grad project. students. That's true. <laughs> a, a vicious and desperate lot they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put the less set of grad students there. So, oh my Jesus, sorry, so loud. Need a little. God. So, um, I lost all train of thought. <laughs> Did they wake you up whenever they broke in? When um, did you discover it? Uh, he says, "Well, uh, I'm quite a sound sleeper, if I must be honest, but, uh, um." So uh, I regret to say that, no, I, I was not awake. However, I can say that my other three golems, uh, whose uh, control wands I had in my bedroom at the time, I mean, are still here, obviously. So, Did you, um, did, did you find the place where they broke in? Was there any sign of them tampering with the, your entryways or anything? Um, he's the strangest thing that he says, none of the windows were broken. 
However, he... however, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you become good enough with the magics, I believe that you can literally transport your matter from one point of the world to another point of the world with little trouble. So, or if you're a thief, you can open a window without breaking it. Huh? That, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but yes, that is true. I guess you could just open the window. Um. Did you ask any of the? With that, he kind of like he kind of wheels over to one of the windows and he kind of looks at it and he just kind of locks it and then probably best practice you didn't have your windows locked i mean i that one wasn't just now but that doesn't mean anything about the night of um doesn't hurt. did you ask the other realms if they saw anything well as i said they're not sentient so they can't talk to me Uh they they can't they can obey. They can obey instructions, even even fairly complicated ones. However, they not cannot... even like tell me if you saw something weird last night. They they have no means of remembering such things, unfortunately. That's sad. How do they remember if you give them an order and they go to the other room? Because sometimes I forget too. Well, magic, magic, my dear. It's just um, magic. Uh, he says, waving his hands in the air. <laughs> how many How many nights ago was the golem? Uh, three nights ago. Do you know where the um, control wand was kept when it was stolen? He says, unfortunately, it was... Um, he points to the table where the, the meat and the uh, cheese is on. He says, unfortunately, on that table right there. Uh, the control wand, does it look like all the other ones, except it has a D on it? He nods. Can I look at one of them for a couple of minutes really quick fast? Um, he hold, pull, uh, picks it up and then goes to hand it to you. Kind of thinks about it for a sec, but then kind of looks at you and panda and just hands it, hands it to you. <laughs> I uh, inspect it. Uh, it just looks like a, a simple <clears throat> wooden block uh, with that letter on it. When you hold it, you definitely feel like a magical energy inside of it. <clears throat> He says it, it's it, it's quite simple from the exterior. Um, it is. It's pretty weighty too. Yeah, surprisingly so. I like it. It's nice. Here you go. Hand it back. He takes it and puts it back in his pocket. Is the other golem of the size with these? Uh, it is a little bigger, a little bigger, and a little broader. Uh, so, the, so, so, so the, he says, um, he says maybe an inch or two taller than these, um, but uh, much broader on the shoulders. They're much, much stronger. He okay. says, the, he says these golems. He says their, their weight capacity maxes out about oh fifty pounds or so. Um, he says, however, uh, uh, Dalet would have no problem. Uh, Picking any one of us up, any two of us up, probably. So, do you like take your golems out and about, or wouldn't it be somebody who knew he existed within your house and came for them? Well, I would take them out and about if I ever was out and about. <laughs> do they do errands for you outside? <clears throat> um, he says so sometimes. Yes, sometimes I'll have them, you know, pr- prune the prune the rose beds or trim the lawn or. Run to the store with a note to fetch me some some fresh groceries. Oh, Mr. Chomping at school. What's that? Mr. Chomping at. 
Mm-hmm. He tried says, that really hard the other day. He says, oh, yes, yes, he says. Uh, it's some misunderstandings, I assure you. He says, I really, I, I really had to come to an arrangement with, uh, with, I've got some known shopkeeps now. It's no longer an issue. <laughs> has, it, has it rained in the last three days? Yeah. It rained, it rained yesterday, oh, like all day. Oh, that's right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how many neighbors do you have? Oh, he says, well, um, it depends on how you count that. He says, obviously, I have the two next to me, and then the one behind me, the one across the street, they're next-door neighbors. And the one behind me has next-door neighbors, so really, I guess you could say I have eight. Okay. Would it be okay if I brought my dog into your home? Is he a good boy? Oh, he says that was a rhetorical question. They're all good boys. Yes. He said, <laughs> you would say he's a little angel. Um, oh, I'm sorry for your I'm thinking you might be able to smell if there was someone else in this space, someone who isn't you. We might be able to find the way in, the, the way they got in. as well um is there any other questions you have for me oh yes there is actually the one major uh, very important thing uh, so you have five parents gwen how does that work <laughs> right <laughs> why are they like always your parents or do like other ones come in later well i mean i got this girl that i know from school her parents got divorced and now she has a well, no, I mean, they've, they've all been my parents as long as I've been alive. We just have a lot of parents. I mean, I've, you know, I, I understand that, like, flesh, you know, you fleshy ones do, do things differently, but my, you know, we lay eggs. Kobolds lay eggs. So, I mean, I've got, I've got five parents. I've got, you know, hundreds of siblings. And um, although I'm closest with my nine clutch mates, it's it's a it's an arrangement that works for us. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I should be as, as insulted or mystified by that by that noise, so I'm going with mystified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what realization you two just came to. Uh, four female kobolds and one male. Well, no, My realization was that I was prying and I did not need it now. <laughs> and also eggs. <laughs> I, I knew I was prying too and I was about to leave it alone and then that came to me. Oh, do you mean you want to know which of my parents have sex with each other? That's why oh. I wanted to leave it alone. I'm really no, sorry. no, I, I, I don't want to know that. Oh. I don't want to know that at all, actually. Um, <laughs> Wait, so there's only some of them. <clears throat> I mean, you'd have to ask them for sure, but, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know who actually conceived me. That's, uh, we don't know, need to. Which of your parents is your favorite parent? <clears throat> oh, God. They're all my favorite for different things, for different reasons. Which of your parents is your favorite? Oh, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my dad's super cool. My mom's definitely my best friend. 
I never thought of ranking them. I mean, me, me, this me either, but um, I think I was always their favorite child, so. Were you their only yeah. child? I was, in fact, yes, an only child. It doesn't <laughs> feel like to make. Same Z's high five. Oh, uh, yes, Tal's sporting, and he gives you a, a limpid high five. A limpid high five? Just kind of a. <laughs> it, you get the idea that might be his first ever high five. <laughs> um, he says, um, well, uh, I'm optimistic. Uh, he says, um, he says, I've met a red panda. I've had a high five. Uh, you all seem fairly capable. So um, I'm and hopefully sufficiently motivated by the monetary reward as small as it is. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully this, uh, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful that uh, this will go well. So Gwen, you're gonna go get Winchester? If that's a, if that's okay, I'm not arguing. I was How talking far to are our, we? I was talking to our host, who is going to have to let the dog into his house. <clears throat> What's the question, Amanda? How far are we from where Winchester is? Uh, it's like a 15, 20 minute walk. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh no! Wait, probably like thirty or forty minutes. About it. It's a little far, and I can be a dog. Oh, all right. right. <laughs> um, I forgot well, you can be a bloodhound. Yes, I can. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to knock on neighbors' doors. Well, maybe we'll have. Should we have um, Brinley inspect the grounds first and see if she can find a trail? Yeah, I mean, we'll while she does people? that, I'll, I'll go knock on doors. Okay. Okay, I will wild shape into a bloodhound and sniff around, mostly in this room and then outside of the windows into this room and stuff like that. All right. Um, and okay, so you two are doing that. Um, Gwen and eighty-eight. Are you two doing anything uh, in addition to that? Or I'll try to examine the windows to see if I can figure out how anyone got in without a chance in hell. <laughs> what about you, eighty-eight? Um, this is a thing I want to do, but it's going to take a while. Um, so I don't know. I, hmm. How long do you, the three of you expect to be? How, how long do you expect the three of your tasks to take? Depends on I mean, how many windows there are. I'm already a dog and I wag my tail, say, five times. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine that mine's probably going to take the longest because I actually have to go out and talk to several people. So an hour, maybe two, depends on how chatty they are. Hmm. <clears throat> if that is the case, I will take this um, medallion and go to the Temple of Inca. All right. Makes sense. All right. Let's roll investigate checks. Yeah. Shit. I got a nine. So no. I'm also gonna kinda use these as the order in which we go through your scenes. Oh. So <laughs> one for one. Woof. <laughs> got lost on the way to the temple. Uh Sean? I got a nine. Nine? Amanda? 
is that intelligence investigation? Uh, yes, and you roll it with advantage because it involves scent, which you have advantage on as a bloodhound. Only wisdom checks that rely on hearing or wisdom. Oh. Well, this is Mastiff. I don't know what bloodhounds. I uh, I'd say, I'd actually call this a perception for you because it's different than investigating because you're just trying to find, you're trying to find a scent with your, with your smell. So. Okay, then 18. 18. Otherwise, I would have been negative four. And then uh, Nithis. 19. 19. All right, so Nithis. Um, uh, which, house, which house do you want to go to first? Um, the one on the right next to him. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so you uh, knock on the door, uh, and there is no answer. Um, you then go across the street. Yeah, just work my way around. I'm not going to worry about the houses behind him because mm -hmm. they probably went out the front door. Okay. All right. So um, when you uh, when you get to the house uh, directly across the street, uh, the door opens, um, and uh, you see uh, he's a half elf. It looks like um, maybe in his oh, late twenties. Uh, he's wearing kind of fine garb, but uh, kind of has a very lackadaisical uh, kind of posture. This is up. Hello. Um, I'm just knocking about um, three nights ago. Your neighbor across the way got robbed. Oh yeah, he says that. Uh, he says that guy that, like never comes out of his house. Yeah, yeah, he's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, he got robbed. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says, uh, uh, like, what was taken? Uh, some of his personal property. Do you remember <laughs> like, anything? Was it like one of his, like, walking beasts? Yes. Cool. Do you remember seeing anything three nights ago? He says, well, you know, you mentioned it. Yeah, actually, I do. What was uh, that? He says, well, you know, I had some you know, artist friends over. We were just, uh, <laughs> Matt, your face. <laughs> you know, we'd, uh, we, we were in the front room. We had a drum circle going. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, God, um, one of my friends brought over this real, real nice plant herb. He says it is, you know, he collected it from outside the town. It's used in potion makings. Uh, found it in the book, you said, but uh, we uh, we smoked it right up. So you you have no idea what happened? No, no. Here's the thing. So we're sitting there, jumping along. It's going real good. I mean, we were just nailing it. And uh, we looked out across the street, and somebody's like, hey, you know, that ghost that lives across the street, his front door's open. Uh, and so I looked out, because this front door's like never open. And sure enough, uh, uh, you know, one of his big mechanical men came walking out along with, uh, I don't know, a couple of, like, short folks. Short as in maybe halfling or? Yeah, you know, like halfling-sized. What'd you say? Like halfling-sized, yeah. Oh, okay. I, thought... I mean, I didn't really get a good look at him. It's kind of dark, and, you know, they had hoods up over their heads, you know, like people do. Do you know which direction they went? Yeah, they went uh, up uh, north up the street, man. Okay. Do you know about what time it was? 
Oh, uh, well, let's see. We're jamming pretty hard. Other than 420. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, I'd say it was, you know, uh, yeah, the street lamps were dim, so it was probably like, you know, midnight-ish. Okay. Because we were still okay. going pretty hard, and we hadn't really started cocking out yet. All right. Um, hey, uh, you play? No. So come on, not even, not even like, not even like drums or like uh, everybody plays drums. No. Have a good day. Hey, if you if you think of anything else, come back and let me know. Huh. Nithis, make a roll not to ooze the stain. No, <laughs> I wouldn't make that roll. Yeah. I would, I would, I would very specifically and aggressively not make that roll. Uh, I, you know what? I, I have the last of my whiskey and I just take a sip as I walk away. Your road whiskey? <laughs> it was good whiskey. I don't want to leave it. Um, as I walk away from this buffoonery. I mean, it was useful, but also an idiot. So bye. I'll go to the next house. See if anybody's home. Okay. All right. What's up? Uh, what's up, Brindley? <clears throat> yes. So, uh, Brindley, with your investigate, you start sniffing around, um, and you find. Um, so, once you discount the smell of Darius, you all, and the golems. Uh, yeah, you do find this uh, smell. It's actually, it's almost, it's kind of hard to pick up because it's got a definite um, kind of like um, copper and oil-y smell to it, like the people that came in. Um, and uh, you you're able to trace it to the window and then like outside below the window uh, and then like through the bushes and into the street. Uh, and then once in the house, you're able to trace it, you know, to the front door, to the front door and then off in off to the street where it heads north. Um, but uh, unfortunately, once it gets about a block or two north, you the smell dissipates. Um, you suspect that perhaps they got into some sort of carriage or something at that point. Is it not like, I assume, because it's kind of coppery, to my druid mind, it's not an organic smell. No, no, it definitely smells like machinery. Okay. Um, uh, and then you come back uh, and find Darius uh, and the Red Panda just playing kind of like a patty cake. Uh, how long? Less than an hour. Probably hasn't been hours. Uh, and then, as you come in, the panda disappears, and he just kind of goes with his hand midair, and he just kind of goes, "Oh, oh sorry, <laughs> there is a timeline on that." Oh, he says it's still been the best day ever. I know, <laughs> isn't it great? Like the day I learned that nonstop red pandas everywhere, my mom was like, "Oh my god, Brent, what are you doing?" Yes. Every episode could be titled "Brindley Makes a Friend." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes someone's one, sometimes just makes one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gwen, uh, with your low investigation, uh, you, do fair, you do find that, like, all the windows in the first floor are unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'll go ahead and lock them <laughs> as, I, as I go along. And when I get back to, to Darius, I give him a little bit of a, you know, let's, um, let's try to keep our windows locked from now on. Yes, um, I'll, I'll make sure the, uh, the goms do that every evening. I, he says, I never, he says, it's a safe neighborhood. We don't normally feel the need, but yes, clearly, clearly some mistakes are made. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Like where I'm from, there's this one part of town that's supposed to be super, super safe. Except one day, it turns out like an entire family got murdered, and it's because their nephew wanted to inherit all the money. And you'd think you'd be safe, but he knew the house and he knew how to get it, so you always ought to be careful. That's good to know. <clears throat> all right. Um, puts up. Puts up. Uh, uh, Eighty-eight. So you're heading back to the Inca Temple. Yep. Uh, I've forgotten the name of uh, the priest uh, there. Priest of Sybil, if I recall correctly. Sybil, thank you. Uh, and I'm going to show them the amulets and see if they recognize it. Um. She looks at it. She says, um, she says, you do just find your way into the uh, most interesting of mechanical themed threads in this town, don't you? Um, uh, she says, um, it's a gang symbol. Uh, she says, the junk punks. <laughs> the junk punk huh? punks? Junk, junk punks, yes. The junk punks. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about the junk punks? Uh, she says they're a, a gang of um, uh, people that uh, worship technology, I guess you'd say. Um, uh, worship, uh, they, they, have, they salvage magical items and constructs and uh, slavishly rebuild them, reconfigure them, uh, remodify them. Uh, and they race them up and down the street. Hmm. Sometimes they sometimes they do. Uh, she says, um, "You know, they turn around and sell them, uh, or you know, ride you ride them for thrills until they break down and build new ones." Uh, uh, they are they are troublesome, and they uh, you know they have no qualms about stealing if they can get away with it. Do you know where I would find them? She says. Uh, well, uh, she says, I know where their turf is, yeah. Uh, she says, uh, north of the inner city, she says, um, uh, there's a junkyard where people just throw their junk. Uh, she says, they, uh, they operate out of there. Thank you. That is very useful. She says, happy to, happy to help. She says, um, uh, have you thought any more about what we talked about uh, two nights ago? You'll have to remind me what we talked about, Chris. Uh, X-17. Oh. I, yes. She says, have you, she says, have you, have you learned more about him? She says, uh, his, uh, desires to slay mortals and create a create their own nation. 
I met with X-17. He also goes by the name Xander. Uh, her, her eyebrow kind of arches and her eyes go a little wide. And she says, and what did, did he try to recruit you? He attempted to persuade me to his philosophy, though I find it to be <sighs> it's too hot to think, guys. It really is. Um, <laughs> oh, ADA just blue screened on us. <laughs> Please excuse me while I power down and power back up again. Uh, I find his conclusions to be false. He states that his desire is to start a nation for Warforged. She says, um, I've heard that as well, though I've also heard that he intends on leaving a wake of blood to get it. He did not say as such, but I would not disbelieve that. Yeah. She says, well, um, if you ever have any other questions, you're welcome to come back here, or if you want to use the forge for a bit. Thank you. She says, oh, if you excuse me, it's rather hot in here, so... I think I'm going to go for a walk in the shade somewhere. <laughs> All right, I will head back to the uh, the dude's house. All right, so uh, you head back. Um, uh, Y'all, uh, idiots, the last one to arrive back. Um, uh, uh, Darius has had. Um, uh, one of his one of his golems brought up a, a nice fresh batch of mint juleps, uh, with lots of ice in it, as it as it's gotten relatively warm out today. <laughs> Can you see this cat that's just melted on the floor? Oh, yeah. melty kitty, melty. So warm in here. <laughs> yeah, Sophia's just been laying on the back porch in the shade all day. <laughs> All right, so you come back, everyone's got mint juleps. Uh, maybe some have rum in it. It's up to you. I have a little spritz. A little spritz. Um, uh, as, as you come in 88, there's Darius is laughing as he as he's finished telling you all the story of, of, you know, just some humorous anecdote that really kind of doesn't matter to any of you. <laughs> Inside, inside Carthol mm -hmm. joke. <laughs> yes, and then it turns out that the horse was the one talking the whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, here's, here's 88. Thank God. He says, uh, 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 I've learned some information. Excellent. He says, a timely return. He says, I'm very unaccustomed to hosting other sentients. <laughs> I held up the, the amulet. This is apparently the symbol of a gang called the Junk Punks. <laughs> Come again. Really? The Junk Punks. The Junk Punks. He says, who, yes. who comes up with this stuff? That's just absurd. <laughs> presumably, <laughs> presumably they named themselves. Oh, the but kitty in the background just flopped and Matt's yeah. camera. Uh, but their turf is a junkyard north of city, uh, to the north of the city. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm familiar with that. He says, uh, that's where I have my golems take my garbage. Uh, 
this is probably the best place to look. Yeah, the stoner across the street said around midnight, two halfling-sized... Oh, is he in the masonry now? Nope. <laughs> no? <laughs> we broke mad, everybody. Since last, last I heard, he was smoking bad grass and playing drums. Yeah, stoner. <laughs> that man is high so often he can barely form sentences, I think. Yes, he is quite the waste. Anyway, two halfling sized what? Uh, persons uh, walking out with the um, golem. Mm. And that was around midnight. They walked right out the front door. If the jump books worked out, didn't you say you deal with a lot of gnomes? Gnome merchants? Me? Yeah. I mean, I, did I say gnomes? I just thought I said known. Oh. Known merchants. <laughs> that may have been just Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. No, it's, I, I work with a very small subset of merchants who know me well in my eccentricities. Eccentricities. God, that's a word. That's not a 95 degree word. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when I was sniffing around outside, I did pick up a sense heading uh, outside onto the street and then north a little ways. Sounds like we're heading to a junkyard. Seems fairly definitive. Cool. Look at this. We, you've been on the case for all of two and a half hours and you've already got a, a good lead that is not in my house. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> We do it fast. I mean, we ended up on another plane the same day we all met. In any case, we better oh, go. No, no, no. Please do. Uh, how did you end up on another plane? I, I mean, I... Mostly accidentally. We yeah. weren't actually on the other plane. It was... was it was like a pocket it was, dimension. It was two days later. Well, no, I think we were on the Shadowfell. Right? Isn't that what the... I thought the, the Shadowfell was here. That was later when we went looking for the Shadowed Sword Bounder. The first day we were together, he we went onto the hill and we fought the bandits. Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Getting my timeline screwed up. It's all right. You're what, like seven years old? That's pretty old. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think I'd be better because I don't have a lot of life experience to sort through, but, but apparently no. <laughs> well, Shall we go deal with some punks? Indeed. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We will hopefully be back with your metal friend. Super soon. I bet it's going to be super soon. You'll be so well, well, promise. Well, well, thank you all so much. It has been an experience having you in the house for so long. Um, I hope to see you soon. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> Does you, you, you get the idea that he's definitely not accustomed, definitely not accustomed to hosting. For extended period of time, <laughs> he's he's kind of itching. Like, <laughs> time to go. Time to go. All right, so we fuck off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, fuck off. Northward. How far away is the junkyard? Uh, it's maybe a forty-minute walk. That's not bad. Oh shit. Damn it. 
Uh, I'm out of water and my throat is very dry, so I'm gonna go get some more water. I'll be right back. I'm gonna pause the recording. Okay, okay. All right, we're back. All right, so you all head um, north, walking through the inner city. Um, uh, like I said, lots of um, older, well-kept buildings. Um, uh, truly the core of the city. Um, as you're walking, you can see off in the distance the tall spires of Castle Carthol. Um, you can also see the uh, Wizard's Tower looming in the distance uh, near the castle. Uh, so yeah, you walk up north through a park uh, out the northern gate. Um, and it uh, uh, do, doesn't take but a few questions to people for directions to find your way to uh, the city dump, uh, which is a vast, uh, multi-acre trash pit, basically. Sure. Uh, it's been, um, uh, it, it's kind of, a. there's like a big fence around it. Um, uh, but there is a definite smell that kind of comes through. Um, but yeah, you just see all, all sorts of manner of refuse uh, just thrown into this pit. So were they supposed to be in the junkyard or north of the junkyard? In the junkyard, I believe. How? I was told they salvage for pieces of technology. How big is the junkyard? Uh, it's, it's like five or six acres. Oof. How many feet is that? A lot. Uh, you want square feet? No, like, like if it was a circle, I want my diameter. Um, give me just a second. This seems a very inefficient way of managing waste. Yeah, it's starting to well tossed here. Uh, so it is. Um, Probably 2,500 feet long, uh, and then maybe 120 feet wide. <laughs> I bet you there's a whole city of kobolds in here somewhere. Nobody would know. Oh, feet wide? Like, if we get a little ways in, I can do something that can make it a little easier for us to maybe locate, like, the magic rod that they use to control them. Is it like just solid waste or are there like pathways? There's like paths and stuff through it. Oh, okay. It's like a movie junkyard. That's what yeah. I was wondering. So I could do that. I can also detect magic. I can locate objects. Ah. All right, so tell me what you're doing. Okay. How far away do you have to be to locate an object? Um, I can cast it multiple times, and I can find something within a thousand feet of me. So we go, we can do like one position in the last ten minutes, and then go to another position. Yeah. Well, cool. if you I mean it's a half mile long, so I mean within ten minutes you could walk effectively the whole length of it. Okay. So let's get to the center of the junkyard. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when we're there, I will cast the locate object. And along the way, I will comment, but nothing is sorted. 
seems, it, you're right, it does seem very inconvenient for everything. Is this supposed to stay here forever? Right. Plenty of these materials could be repurposed or recycled. Maybe that's what the junk. And there's plenty of organic do. material junk that can be turned into compost. Yes. <laughs> I, I like the idea, that, Amanda. You didn't forget. You just didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I forgot. But there was this really, really huge like blockade in my head, and I think it was because I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> so we make it to the center of the the junkyard. I cast locate object. And I think about the magic, what did he call it exactly? Control rod? Well, it's called a control rod other places, but oh, control wand is, command wand is what he used. Mm -hmm. I think of the command wand, and I think of one with a D on it. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the golem would count as an object too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bigger object. But I've seen the command wand. Mm -hmm. And I only heard about how he looks like compared to the other ones. All right, so how, how does the spell work? And we need a command wand to be able to see it. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as the object is within a thousand feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its motion. Okay. Um, Movement. You do not detect the control wand anywhere within a thousand feet from the center of this junkyard. False! It's not Would here. Like a quarter in and like divided into thirds? It lasts 10 minutes so we can move around, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just walk then. And I'll, I'll just to double up, I'll cast Detect Magic. Mm -hmm. that, that's uh, 30 feet? Yeah, 30 feet, concentration 10 minutes. So give us a double check. Hey, it's only 92 in here now. Wow. Things are moving up. Things are coming up Fairfield. Positively Arctic. <laughs> I will keep an eye out to see if I see anyone moving amidst the trash. Mm -hmm. I'll focus on my spell. All right. Um, roll me perception check, uh, 88. Can I roll one too? Ooh. That's pretty good. I will search my feelings. 23. I only had a 16. Uh, yeah, you do notice that um, to the north of you, uh, kind of from near the top of a larger mound of trash, you do see a smaller figure kind of keeping an eye on you. And when you look up at it, it kind of scampers uh, down and away. Were they wearing a hood? Uh, yes. I am going to pursue this person, and I pursue this person. Yay! Does he right. say, do you say anything? I say, I'm going to pursue this person, and I pursue the person. Okay, I'll follow. Shit, I follow too. Right, sure, so, so you, you, you chase after the figure. Um, Tiny little person now has four giants, three giants, and one similarly sized person. Um, so you, you follow along the, are you going to try clambering up the pile, or are you going to follow along on the path? Uh, I will go around the path. Okay. So you follow, uh, you follow the path. Um, and eventually it gets to kind of a dead end and there's sort of like, almost like a cul-de-sac with piles all around. Uh, and as you run in there, you start to hear this loud uh, metal on metal rhythmic clanking noise coming from 
coming from the piles all around you. How's that locate object spell working? How's it working? Uh, you do not detect the control wand. I don't detect the control wand. Um, and uh, you hear a loud voice say, Junk punks! We have guests! I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the, the, uh, the, um, the uh, pounding grows faster and more furious. Uh, and then I uh, stress. as you guys kind of stand there looking around, uh, you notice uh, jumping up from one side of the piles and like literally surfing down the pile on some sort of metallic contraption. You see the small figure with the hood, the hood whips off in the wind. You see goblin ears poke up and uh, these sort of goggles on over its eyes uh, as it coasts down the, the pile and then like skids on the uh, path in front of you. Uh, and uh, the, the goblin looks up at the lot of you, uh, uncowed at all by your size, and says, uh, and says, uh, who are you that comes to the realm of the junk punks? You have no garbage deposits, so clearly you're poking around for something. You're looking for a D. <laughs> well, the, the, the prostitutes are... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's a golem. Hey, golems can get some too. No, I'm saying the person we're looking for, or the thing we're looking for, is a golem. I am a goblin, not a golem. Now get out of here. But we thought you might know where they are, where he is. No idea what you're talking about. If you know what's good for you, you'll proceed along. Can I sure. insight check that? Yeah, sure. Do I believe him? Uh, crap. Um, uh, twelve. Uh, he did not roll well either. So, uh, he, he's lying. He's he's, blust he's, he's, he's blustering. We do not wish to cause any problem. We are simply here to recover the stolen property. All the all the property here is discarded. Left this for this left for us to. We purpose into grander things. We, we have no quarrel with you, Warforged. But you should be along your way. You Are you no trouble. of the jungles? What was that? Did hear you in the back there? What was that? You have to speak louder. Are you the leader of the junk punks? Yes, my name is Weld. I lead this bunch. All right, Weld. Uh, one of your people, two of your people, stole something. I have no idea what you're talking about, and. Even if I did, you have no proof. Now, skedaddle. I hold up the amulet. He looks at it. It says, aside from that, you have no proof. Pretty good proof. Listen, Wells. Scrap, clink, clink, widget, get over here. We're not leaving until we get the golem. So uh, Three more goblins poke up from the trash. Uh, and it's kind of make their way, scamper down the uh, trash to the, uh, to the pathway below. Do I sense the command wand on any of them? No. Look, we don't have what you're looking for, so you can just skedaddle. You guys are making me very cranky because mm. we need to find this guy and bring him home. His daddy misses him. You know where the golem is, though, don't you? Why would I tell you that if I did? 
in order to save yourself the trouble of us. If you just give it up, we'll leave. If you don't, you don't we'll you're in my turf. You don't threaten me. Oh, I just did. I don't know if you realized. I did just threaten you. That's what happened. Right, and I don't realize that you realize that you went by turf. <clears throat> I want the golem. What she said. Cog. Arm the boom device. What did he say? He said yeah, cog. The arm the boom device. The boom device. Uh, I take a couple steps and away see, from you the see a, 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 a like a, a halfling pop up, and he's got like a long barrel. Uh, that has something attached to the end of it that has a bunch of like glowing runes on it. Do I do I detect I magic? What's that? Do I detect magic out of any of these guys? Uh, you detect magic on the boom device. I, I cast firebolt at the boom device. Roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> Shoot me with something. I don't even feel guilty. Hell. Natural. <sighs> I mean, they were still just posturing, but your you negotiations are never go well. Yes. <laughs> Kate, why do we ever let Caitlin negotiate? She yeah. hates negotiating. Let, we, don't, first... we don't let Caitlin do anything. Yeah. That's Caitlin true. does things. Like, the first attempt she has, it's just like, I can fight this person and it won't be murder. She goes for it. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, provocation. Fireball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, set myself on fire and stab someone. Uh, no, Nethus starts shit. <laughs> yep, that's the way it works. They are pointing a gun at us, so I don't feel guilty. We don't even know if it works. You, I mean, you threatened them and they threatened you back, so that's... <laughs> I mean, I just told them that we weren't going to leave. You, you said, I'm threatening you, and then <laughs> you literally said, I'm threatening you. <laughs> I was threatening them. <laughs> so don't, don't go out here with your revisionist, yeah. I wasn't threatening them. I was going to cast calm emotions, but I realized it, it wouldn't <laughs> affect Caitlin. Mythos, maybe, but not Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, if I had to act it, I could, but too late now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Does anyone really believe this wouldn't have come to blows anyway? I, yeah, I had, I, had, I, had a whole, I had a whole bunch of options for this. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm incredibly persuasive, but... <laughs> they pointed a gun at us. <laughs> we just wanted to... <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Hmm. No. Uh, we just got this map ready here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I should pull up. <laughs> Surprised you with combat. No, he he probably he said he, there's plenty of ways it could have gone, but knowing us, he was probably pretty sure. <laughs> he was probably pretty high on the list. <laughs> he does live in hope. And yet, I am who I am. Oh, wait. I mean, we may have just found our, 
we may have just found our group name, uh, Dumpster Fire. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. Under no circumstances. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> we could be forever and ever, we could be Junk Punk's Bane. Sean. Get out. Stand up and walk out of your own house. <laughs> I'm just vamping for time to get Chris to, time to, to make the, the map. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. oh come on. <laughs> Everyone knew this was going to happen. No one was surprised. I am Jervis Winston Earlham Neville Archer, Giant Slayer, Junk Punk Spain. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't exactly go off. Gross. All right, uh, People are going to think you're talking about some sort of like venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> last, last kobold standing at the Battle of Chlamydia. <laughs> no. Gross. Mm -mm. No, I'm immune to disease, so that wouldn't be a problem. No. Wasn't that a big like story beat for Kel? <laughs> that he that he was immune to diseases, so he didn't really worry about anything. Uh-huh. I wanna say a uh. big story beat. It was like a fun aside. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh man, my allergies just kicked up. Yeah. You're being crazy. It's weird. I can't see. I had pre-created. Am I on the wrong thing here? It looks like a... You guys are seeing the junkyard, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, for some reason, your your character sheets are gone. Character sheets or tokens? Both. Which is weird. I can see my character sheet. Where are you? Oh, you not. I just dragged my token onto the thing. Yeah, okay. I, I For some reason, it had it filtered only the things that. Yeah, okay. I, I can see it now. It was weird. Okie dokie. All right. Um, I guess I should have just held a fireball in my hand instead of launching it out, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I guess in retrospect, I could have not tried to kill them. I mean, is everyone actually upset? No. You, you do, you boo. A little? <laughs> a little. <laughs> like we could have tried to arrange a, a mutually beneficial sort of trade-off kind of thing. There's a lot of yelling. We just jumped straight to. Well, Goblin's just trying to yell as like a basic. I mean, he's a very yelly guy. It's it is his thing. I mean, considering my background, 
this is no this is fine this is what you do when people threaten you 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 get them first well and, and you know i think gwen has learned that whenever you meet a new person you just cast calm emotions on Nithis immediately <laughs> if you cast spells on me it's not going to go well for you at all <laughs> do not do that you're gonna have a friend situation on your hand um I wish that the tokens that I purchased with all the stuff I've actually purchased in Roll20 showed up as something I could use. That would be very nice. Sorry, this is taking so long. Uh, I no, clearly no. did not have this map ready to go. I'm sorry, this is taking so long. I'm aware. Um, you know, I'm just going to use other other tokens that aren't necessarily goblins. You just didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> just, I just want to get these on the map sooner than later. Um, that's right. They, these three come down. They get yelled at. No, they didn't get a chance to get yelled at. <laughs> uh, and then we got the one with the uh, boom, boom device up here. So all right. Um, all right. Um, oh, trash these old ones. All right. So, eighty-eight. Would you get the new initiative? Five. <laughs> Brindley. Seven. Twin. Seven. We're twinsies. Yay! Nithis. <laughs> Um, I think it was an eight. It disappeared. I'm going to go with eight. Sorry. This is great. It was awesome. I know. Um, We're going to get shot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do Weld separately because he's the leader. And then we'll do... The rest of the junk punks with one. Okay. All right. And then weld goes at eight, and the junk punks go at eighteen. No, All right. Not too bad. All right, um, players always go before bad guys. Uh, Gwen, Brindley, what order do you two want to go in? Gwen, you can go before me. Okay. Okay. All right, so uh, let's start off with you start casting the firebolt uh, at the person pointing at the person that has the boom device. They are going to fire the boom device. I need (laughs) all four of you to make dexterity saving throws as a small, as the... uh, Front of the device opens and a moat of red flies in the air towards you. Oh, it was almost good. 
a deck save, you said? Yes. Aww. 14. Seven. I got a 23. All right. That one. It rolled over from a 15. <laughs> Natural one, which is technically a two, but I don't think that is really going to. I mean, it's a fail regardless. So did anybody get a 14 or higher? I did. If you've got a 14 or higher, you take half damage. Okay. Uh, all right, so um, if you failed, you take 46 points of fire damage. I'm dead. Uh, if you succeeded, if you succeeded, you take 23. I am also unconscious. Holy wow. shit. Um, uh, hmm. So who's that leave up? Gwen and I, I think, are still up. Yeah. Because we made the save. Uh, uh, the rest of the junk pugs had a freeze in their track. Um, and uh, Nithis, make a death save. How do you do death saves? Uh, it's d d20. Uh, just a flat d20. Yeah, 10 d20 failure. Hmm? Is there a reason for that? Oh, or? you probably haven't long rested since the last time. No, I have. Oh, well, don't it, just ignore it. If it oh, yeah. Isn't it? Safe place on here. Uh, if you if you actually set your hit points to zero, it should pop up the death save thing. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. And then you just roll. That <clears throat> twenty. Hey. Hey, you're <laughs> stable. <laughs> All right, you you have one hit point. All right. Uh, that was the end of your turn. All right. Or is it death save at the beginning or end of your turn? You meant end of your turn. End of your turn. Okay. Uh, well, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Doesn't have to come to this. Uh, and he says, uh, you two, tend to... What was she doing? You two, tend to your wounded. Make sure they don't, they're not dead. You, re reload the boom device, uh, just in case. Still pointing a gun at us. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, pointed at them. <laughs> you just you were just going to shoot them, so yes, they're gonna keep the gun <laughs> out. Shoot me. <laughs> I don't trust these people. No reason for right. them to assume they don't kill on sight. Gwen, it's your turn. And um Brindley's down? Yes. Okay, I will go and, um and you probably don't know that Mythos is back up yet. They're, they're yeah. both down. Okay. Um, well, Brinley's right next to me, so I'll kind of <clears throat> I'll look at the guy. I'm like, I'm j you know, I'm just gonna make sure my friend is okay. But let's talk about this. Nithis is a little bit hot-headed, so I'm sure we can kind of come to some kind of arrangement. And Nithis has trained an exact response to threats. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what do you do, Gwen? Do you uh, heal Brinley? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I, I can do it through. Nope, I can't do it this way. Anyway, uh, 1d8. Do have cure wounds or lay on hands? Cure wounds. Um, you get eight points of 
damage back, Brinley. All right, uh, Brinley, it's your turn. As I war wrapped to life, I go, why in the hell would you do that? I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, the the um, uh, halfling is it? Was that halfling or no? It was a halfling. Halfling, yeah. halfling holding the uh, holding the uh, boom device just says she was firing at me. You guys are so mean. First we come here and we're just like, hey, and then you're like, we're gonna lie to you in your face, and then you shoot me. She was gonna fire. She was firing she, at me. She didn't do it. You shot her, and I was not shooting at anyone. I'm nice. Well, it's okay. Okay, calm down. Calm down. She was firing at him. But I wasn't. Hey, you all come together. That's just the ropes, kid. Yeah, I mean, you just shoot an arrow at her, and it would be fine. <laughs> Arrows are so primitive. We've got a boom device. <laughs> well, why not aim it, like, slightly in that direction so you don't get everyone else? Everybody, I think we need to come up with a plan before Nithis wakes up, because then everything is going to go back to shit if we're not careful. Fuck you. I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you were still smoking. I didn't know you were, you were there. 88, you're up. I go over to Nithis and um kneel down <laughs> and cure wounds. Oh, it's appropriate. Um roll a one. I rolled a one so you get three hit points back. And then I will stand up and say, I believe we can come to a mutually agreeable conclu- uh, arrangement that does not require further violence. <clears throat> Wild, Wild says, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, lis- I'm, I'm listening. Um, Go on. Well, actually, no. You know what? No, you don't go on. We go on. You're in our turf. Yeah. Yeah. What would you want in exchange for the stolen golem? Well, all right. Look. Cards on the table. Fireballs be bygones. We don't have it anymore. We promise you that. Where is it? Well, uh, we'll tell, we can, we, we can tell you that for sure. Uh, but, you know, after, you know, you put us through some trouble here already. We, you know, we, we use one of our charges of our boom device. You know, we don't have many more of those left. Really? I mean, we're, it's just cobbled together from shit we found in the junkyard. No, man. I mean, really, you're bringing that up. <clears throat> I don't know who you are. But your friend you was going to recompense from some from two people that you just almost killed. Are you talking to me? Really? You? Uh, my fireball wouldn't have killed him. It certainly wouldn't have knocked him unconscious. There's no way. You're still talking to me, so you're fine. You fire, you fire a fireball to him. We fire a fireball back at you. That's just the rule of junk punks, all right? Yeah. Well, you point a gun at somebody, you get a fire. Hey, you, you came in here saying you were threatening us, all right? Don't. I just want to reiterate. We were having a perfectly fine nothing. Sun's Day in our junkyard until a lot of you came in here. Well, we're only here because you're thieves. What would you like in exchange for the information as to the Golem's current whereabouts? Well, 
I'm glad you asked. We can come to this arrangement. In the university district, the artificers are working in, the, the artificers have developed a device called an arcane core. It's a powerful artifact that can power wonderful machines. They have plenty of them. Are you about to ask us to steal something for you? Uh, yeah, that's actually exactly what we're asking. My mom would be so disappointed. I do not believe theft was a necessary requirement of the request. I mean, you can buy one if you, I mean, you're rich, but yeah, yeah. Bring us back an arcane core and we'll tell you everything we know about where the golem is now. So he's not here. Do you have an idea of how much an arcane core costs? <clears throat> well, yes, I do. Uh, let me just look up my magical chart of magical prices. <laughs> uh, you're looking at probably in the 2,500 gold piece range. 2,500. Mm -hmm. Is there something more reasonable you would accept in exchange for the information? I mean, after all this, no, just the arcane core. I mean, you can, you can purchase one, you can steal one, you can pull one out of something if you can find it. Just uh, bring us one. And a charged one, not a depleted one. Yes, we could ask Darius who has any extra lying around. I'm sure he uses them. Take a, take a moment to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, we're, we're, I, I need to talk to uh, my folks anyway about the whole, you know, dropping the necklace thing. And um, the shooting people who didn't do anything. Look, you're going to keep pressing that. You're going to keep getting nothing from me on that issue. So you're just <laughs> wasting your breath with that. All right, scrap, uh, flink, flink, widget, form up. We have, we have to talk about your lack of professional professionalism here. All I'm saying is they're making mistakes everywhere. So we huddle up, have a private conversation. Yep, they I'm not up. sure there's anything more to be gained here, unless one of you can use some sort of magic to compel them to tell the truth, or read their mind, or otherwise gather the information from them. I mean, I can try to convince them that they don't want anything for this, but I think that's going to be a very, it's going be be a a very tough sell at this point. I do not believe antagonizing them further is the answer. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, though. That hurt. I suggest you direct your annoyance towards Nippus. <laughs> yeah, we really don't want to <laughs> just kind of react with violence. It, it almost never solves anything. I disagree. I've trained my entire life for reacting against threats. Fireball, some goblins, and a junkyard. Yeah. I didn't know they had a fireball. I just knew they were pointing them. Oh, yeah, you only need your fireball. And I used a cantrip, so it's not like it would have decimated anyone like a fireball. I mean, they don't know that. It's cast magic over there. They were. They had a magical weapon pointed at us. 
They use we do not know if they bad magic against that. Well, so it seems we have, it, I think it's where we are now. It doesn't really matter how we got here. We have a couple of options. We can do what they want, or we can try to kill them, which I would not want to do. Um, and would I would not, not support such an action. I would not, I would not help with um, I don't want to kill them either. I'm just very annoyed with them. Or we could try to persuade them or, or subdue them and get the information from them this that way. I will not be stealing anything, so make sure that we don't make any sort of promise in regards to that. That's not really like my sort of thing either. Unless it's from bad guys. <laughs> I steal from bad guys. We can see about making an arrangement at the uh, the university. Perhaps there is something they would want in exchange for a core, aside from coin. Well, we could also go back to Darius. He's got enough money to give us four grand if we succeed at this. He might just have enough money to buy one. He may also just take that money out of our payment. So we're going to try to find a core for these uh, fine folks? Prefer not to, but jerk faces, yes. <laughs> Junk punks, more like jerk punks. <laughs> jerk punks. <laughs> we could also just look around and just try, try to figure out who else they might have given it to. There's no, there's no reason we can't say, okay, we'll, you know, we'll try our best to come back with an arcane core and, and in the meantime, ask around, see if anyone has seen someone going into or out of the uh, junkyard. Yeah, I mean, junkyard, yeah, right? 80, or 88, could you ask and maybe see if you, does any people that, uh, people at the temple know deal with the junk pumps all that? I do not believe that would be the case. Okay. The priests at the temple did not seem to have a favorable opinion of them. I doubt that they do much business. Well, I was wondering if they maybe knew people who did business with them, like knew of the people that they also don't like. I do not know. Is the junkyard surrounded by like homes or businesses? Got a big fence around it. But like the entryway, is there? There's not a lot, like it has a particular smell to it, so people don't want to live close to it. Okay, so it is out of town. It's, yeah, it's on the edge of town. It's... Okay. I do not believe there's anything to be gained by staying here. We should go. That smells. Agreed. All right, so you break your huddle? Yep. yep. All right, well, well breaks his huddle. As well, what'd you decide? We will be leaving. Thank you. Uh, that's good for us. Bye. We'll see if maybe we find a thing or maybe not. Who knows? Hey, so let's just put it this way. Don't come back here unless you have one. That was the plan. Good, good. It's all settled then. Hey, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get the idea that these people are on the edge of sanity. <laughs> and very that glad to see us go. Us. 
from yeah. minus 88. I think Gwen is sane. <laughs> Probably. He's, he's an artist. I'm just a, I'm just young. He's not that kind of artist, though. <laughs> he could be sane. I'm not the late night hooked on, uh, hooked on a few things, and then he'll be great. Do not sneak drugs into Gwen's food. Some opia. Remember, you're wait, not. Wait, is, is this calamity back in the group? <laughs> <laughs> this is the man to talk to. <laughs> I need to be careful whatever you cook for us on like our next D and D outing. <laughs> so I think we're heading to the university. Or were we gonna? Oh no, there's no, there's no one around us. Huh? All right. So, uh, uh, facing, um, face, just having had a bad time in the junkyard, you, you leave uh, and head towards the university, and that's where we'll pick it up next time. Sorry. I couldn't quite hear you. Oh, you hush up, Siri. <laughs> Damn it, Siri. All right.